This and every episode of Wrecked Podcast is brought to you by Beeksy Exchange, an upcoming cryptocurrency exchange built in collaboration with One Market Data. Beeksy is bringing legacy finance speed, power, and sophistication to crypto for the first time. With 225,000 transactions per second per pair, comparable to NASDAQ, 15 order types on day one, with 25 order types on full rollout, and a dedicated customer support team, Beeksy is setting itself apart from the competition. Check out Beeksy today at Beeksy.com and pre-register today at Beeksy.com slash registration to get your free Beeksy exchange tokens. That's Beeksy.com, B-E-A-X-Y dot com. I may or may not be full on Donald ducking it for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Wrecked Podcast. I am Bunchu alongside my esteemed colleague and co-host, Crypto Chamber. Chamber, how are you, buddy? Doing pretty good today on this fine Juneteenth day. Happy Juneteenth to you, sir. This, There's some backstory to this for me and why there's so much angst in my voice. Uh- <laughs> So we were trying to plan something or other, and uh, like I was looking out on my iPhone calendar way in advance, and I'm like, oh, the 19th of June, that sounds good. Oh, I already have something that day, and I clicked on it, and it said, oh, it's Juneteenth. What the hell is Juneteenth? Sounds like a made-up thing, doesn't it? It is a made-up thing. This can't be a real thing. So... Because of your light complexion, you may not know what Juneteenth is. Um, <laughs> Wait, you mean uh, I'm just because I'm a mungy? Yeah, you're a mungy cake. <laughs> uh, for the record, mungy cake is what Italian people in Canada call white bread people. Um, Which I just learned before yeah, the show. I know. <laughs> uh, so I actually just learned. Uh, about June Juneteenth a couple of years ago, so don't feel too bad. Okay, thank God. All yeah. right, I uh, I just didn't want this to be some long-standing tradition that I was totally in the dark on. So within the within the uh, you know African American community, uh, it's a huge day. Uh, it uh, it uh, takes place uh, obviously June nineteenth, uh, but it commemorates the uh, emancipation of the last remaining enslaved people in the United States. So. Uh, it's the it's basically the day they celebrate, uh, you know, the Emancipation Proclamation and, so and the free. So is this a the, new name for this? Uh, no, within the community, and you can actually tell by the name, uh, but from my readings and and looking into it, um, it, it the, this was the 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 term that they use, and even within the name, you can see it's Juneteenth. Um, obviously, you know, education and and calendar readings wasn't you know probably first and foremost. First and foremost, within <laughs> that <guess>. community at <laughs> the time, right? Um, yeah. So it was—it's an amalgamation of obviously June nineteenth. Um, so within the communities for obviously many decades uh, now, that—that uh, that has been the term. So I think it's obviously more popular in the South, and then obviously probably a lot more popular within the South, and then within the uh, African American community. So um, yeah, anybody out there celebrating? You know, happy Juneteenth to all y'all. Happy Juneteenth. Uh, you definitely need a better name for it, though. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I like it. I'm, I'm a big fan. I, 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 I think Juneteenth sounds kind of cool. But, yeah, but uh, it sounds made up. And it sounds like, look, from what you just told me, it's a very important day. It is a very important day. Juneteenth. And, right. So that is a very important day. That should not be. Uh, I think two white guys should absolutely by... be figuring out what the new name is, by the way. Well, that's. Yeah, exactly. I mean, come on. <laughs> the, the but like it's a super important day that sounds made up that i, agree. I had it no be, idea about it should be i don't know i don't know what it should be uh we'll let maybe other people figure that one out <laughs> <laughs> well, either way it's juneteenth yeah so. it is juneteenth um so happy juneteenth to everybody out there um onward and upward through crypto conversation um, uh, do we have any crypto conversation today i mean i guess you know technically we do um you know we're we're still seeing uh, some some positive stuff in the market. Um, I don't know if any of you have been on Twitter lately, but apparently 
Libra has been pretty popular uh, point of discussion. So uh, we'll be talking a little bit more about that later. Um, but I mean, it's hard to get anything, you know, uh, we're, we're, I was, you know, combing through Twitter. It's hard to find anything that's not Libra related these, you know, these last couple of uh, last couple of days. Yes, Libra is all over the place. And before we get into our Libra chat, I do want to mention our sponsor, Lolly. So for anybody who's interested in accumulating Bitcoin, you need to check out Lolly. That's L-O-L-L-I. You can find them at lolly.com and on Twitter at TryLolly. Lolly is the free browser extension that lets you earn Bitcoin when you shop online. For every purchase at one of the Lolly merchants, you're going to earn up to 30% Bitcoin back directly to your wallet. Lolly has partnered with over 500 merchants, including Jet, Overstock, SeatGeek, Priceline, and Hilton. Lolly is safe, completely free to use, and is a great way to earn and share Bitcoin with family and friends. Don't miss out on your chance to accumulate more Bitcoin for the next bull run. Check it out, lolly.com. That's L-O-L-L-I.com, and on Twitter, at TryLolly. Um, I just saw them tweet out before we came on that they are nearing uh 10,000 Twitter followers and in celebration of such they are upping their um referral bonus to, that, yeah. from $5 to $10. So anybody you refer a new shopper to Lolly, you're going to get $10 of Bitcoin right in your wallet, which is pretty cool. A sweet deal. How the fuck don't we have 10,000 followers yet? What the <laughs> fuck is going on? <laughs> Just, I don't know if we're 10,000 follower worthy. Uh, I mean, 3,000, I you know, that would be nice. Um, yeah, I feel like we're 3,000 follower worthy. At least, I don't know. I feel like we're like 100K, but, you know, that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> Chamber, you always feel like we deserve all these followers. I, 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 what do they call that? I have um, a uh, false sense of, uh, you know, superiority, I, I think. Twitter hubris? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Twitter hubris is exactly what I have. Hashtag Twitter hubris. I also have <laughs> I also have hashtag Juneteenth. No, oh god. <laughs> Jeez. I, I think, feel terrible for not knowing what it was. Yeah, what do you cool. do? Uh shall we get to the news? I think we shall. Let's get to the news. <laughs> Chamber, start us off. We're going deep Libra. This is all Libra all the time. Um, <laughs> Welcome to Libra Radio, <laughs> this home news of from... Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> Thanks, Zuck. You're the best. Um, <laughs> Let's kick it back to Zuck in the studio. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Drinks the water, reads the news. Everybody's human. Uh, <laughs> so this one comes from Masari.io, uh, Bloomberg.com. This is Facebook token runs into instant political opposition in Europe. Um, so Facebook Inc.'s ambitious plan to roll out its own cryptocurrency ran into immediate political opposition in Europe with calls for tighter regulation of the social media giant. Uh, French finance minister Bruno Le Maire said the digital currency known as Libra shouldn't be seen as a replacement for traditional currencies. It is out of the question, he says, that Libra become a sovereign currency. Lamaris said uh, in an interview with uh, Radio One Europe, uh, "It can't and it must not happen." This guy's pretty uh, adamant that wow. that is not happening. Wow! <laughs> I don't know who the, I don't know who this Lamaris guy thinks he is, but uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the really all-powerful Zuck. In some fiat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lamaris called on the group of seven central bank governors. Oh, I know the, the seven central. It, banks. It's literally in capital group of seven. Uh, guardians of the global monetary system. This sounds very, very wow, what evil. What the fuck? <laughs> I know. This is. I mean, you know, say what you will about Zuck, but I don't know. He doesn't have like an unholy alliance. Um, this was uh, to prepare a report on Facebook's project for their July meeting. His concerns include privacy, money laundering, and terrorism finance. I think those are always the three. Uh, you know, the three uh, grips of uh of traditional monetary systems uh they're always trying to get in or they're always trying to you know dirty up the water with terrorism finance uh with money laundering and with privacy so um i mean besides the privacy you know fiat money obviously does far more business in the money laundering and terrorism uh departments than uh than crypto has ever so i don't know 
Um, continues on here, Libra was also a talking point at the European Central Bank's annual symposium in Sintra, Portugal, where Bank of England Governor Mark Carney referenced Libra. Quote, anything that works in this world will become instantly systematic and will have to be subject to the highest standards of regulation, he said. So Interesting. Interesting here. Europe is uh, have their proverbial panties in a bunch. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh. so we'll see what happens there. Uh, but that's not the only uh, call to regulation that uh, that Libra got. I think you, uh, your our next story is. Oh yeah, all kinds of uh, backlash from Libra. Before I get there, do you, did you read the white paper? <laughs> Do I read white papers in general is the question. <laughs> I did not. I did not uh, read the white paper. Okay. Well, I did, and it was, it was interesting. Um, I, I'm not sure my opinion has changed too much since I spoke about it last time, but I did share, I thought actually, and I thought I was going to hate this when I saw it, um, the CNBC thing with um, Brian Kelly. Did you see that tweet that I sent out? I did video? see that one. So he actually did a really great job of explaining the difference between, you know, what Libra is going to be and what, um, you know, and what Bitcoin is or why and why Bitcoin is important. Or, you know, he he actually said he thought Bitcoin was better than what Libra is going to be, which is interesting because I thought that CNBC might have a different take on that. Um, but basically he kind of said, Hey, Libra is going to be a, another digital dollar while Bitcoin will remain digital gold. And you're going to essentially trade your fiat for Libra. You're going to buy goods and services with Libra and you're going to have to hold the remaining Libra. Right. So yeah. the big thing that he pointed out, which is kind of what I was saying last time was it's going to be an issue of trust. Right. So mm -hmm. are you going to trust Libra and the Libra Association and Facebook with your currency? Right. That's I, what it comes I mean, down to. If it's a stable coin, um, I would probably say it's it'll be up there with as trustworthy as you can get. At least we know who the financial backers are, where the money comes from. Obviously, we had an issue uh, with that with Tether, uh, which is, I think, like in the top eight or top ten at least uh, as far as market cap goes. Um, so I, I guess you could utilize Libra to you know, come in out of trades, I guess, and then all the other schmucks using it for you know digital currency can do that too. But I don't know. I think you, as a you stable think there coin. would be Lib you think there's going to be Libra pairings to like Bitcoin. You think there's going to be like Bitcoin and the Libra. I mean, I could see it like maybe on like Coinbase or um, or like Gemini. Definitely not Gemini. You no, know what we're dealing. It's it's. But are Wink yeah, Winklevoss yeah. Zuckerberg? <laughs> yeah, maybe not Gemini then. <laughs> but you know, maybe some of some coincidence of the more... that they both took a uh, zodiac sign. That's right. So. Weird, eh? <laughs> I don't think so. I think they're part of the, uh, you know, that, that same Illuminati that we were talking about before in Europe. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, it, I, I've been, obviously, we've been peppered with news on this. I still think, you know, if it's bringing more people into or just getting people more comfortable with the idea of cryptocurrency, even though it's technically, you know, not really a cryptocurrency. Um, and then it allows people to maybe feel a bit more comfortable with Bitcoin I think that's the main one. If, if if people feel more comfortable with Bitcoin because they're using Libra, um, you know, I that's, just think that's that a the big thing. I, I agree with you in that sense, I, but I think the big thing is going to be teaching people the difference between trust and trustless, right? Which yeah. Bitcoin is trustless and Libra will not be. And so, you know, there's plans that says in the white paper to kind of increasingly make it more decentralized. Um, we'll see if that's I think, a thing that will happen. But I think for I us, know. you know, people in crypto, that is a obviously a hot, hot point, a hot topic. But I think for the general population, I think, you know, with all of the information we freely or blindly give out to all these major corporations, um, I don't think centralization or decentralization, you know, comes into play in their day-to-day -day thinking. Um, 
So yeah, for us. Well, if that's the case, though, the problem with that is basically you're saying then the masses don't need Bitcoin. No, I mean they do. Well, yeah, they'll have Libra and they won't need it. Well, because there's nothing different. I mean, I didn't read the white paper of Libra. So, um, is it a? Do we have like like a? non-inflation type currency like we do with uh Bitcoin. yeah it's it's essentially supposed to be non-inflationary same way so like you said stable coin non-inflationary kind of thing uh backed by this reserve of so if it's companies. non-inflationary and a stable coin can that happen can you do uh, can you have both well the inflationary piece refers to the, the dollar the token supply right Right, so, so but if it's, it's pegged to the to f- dollar, do you know what I mean? It's not, so it's not going to be pegged to the dollar oh, either. Okay. So okay. that's the other thing. It, um, it is going to be pegged to mo- like a multiple Oh, that's multiple right. It's going to be baskets. Bags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, multiple basket of things. So it's not just going to be pegged. So okay. it's not just like a dollar for dollar peg. It's going to be – so the price will actually – fluctuate okay the way at least the way i understand it but i would have to imagine that one of those uh, most of those baskets or most of what's in those baskets are you know bitcoin ethereum litecoin you know bitcoin cash i don't know you know, I don't think it's going to be crypto basket. I oh. think it's going to be it's it's government bonds and I see. um yeah so hmm. um that is interesting then so we'll see. I guess we'll see. Um, you know, I get I'm leaning more towards that. Hey, if it's getting people more comfortable with it, um, that's a good thing. Uh, and we got to admit, the normies are talking about it, right? I get when I get texts from my mother-in-law saying, "Hey, is this Facebook coin going to help Bitcoin?" Uh, <laughs> and I and I give her the the shrug emoji. Uh, you know, that's a good thing, right? Uh, yeah. So at least the normies are talking about it. I was uh, at a computer, like I, I was actually, um, before we started uh, the show today, I was picking up my laptop at um, at uh, the computer repair shop. And I just happened to be asking, I said, hey, do you guys ever run into any like mining, like mining rigs or anything like that that people are selling? Uh, and he's like, oh, are you into that? And I said, no, <laughs> I didn't want to have a conversation. <laughs> they, I said, my brother, deal. yeah, I said, my brother-in-law is into it. Um I said, but do you guys ever get any of those? He's like, he's like, they're super cheap right now. Uh, he's like, I- I'm not into it myself, but um, you know, people bought a bunch and then sold a bunch when everything went to shit. Um, so they are dirt cheap. He's like, I don't get into it myself, uh, but they are cheap. And he's like, and it's going up. And he's telling me like things that I know already, but I'm you know pretending that I don't know what right. he's talking about. And he's like, and the pr- price of Bitcoin's going up. And he's like, it's probably going to continue. I'm like, oh, interesting. So I'm having, you know, conversations. Norm, this is what normies think. Yeah. yeah. So this is that was a, that was a a good, you know, insight into normie thought, right? Yeah. So I want to just shout this out uh, because the I think this person did a really great job of kind of uh, explaining the good, the bad, the ugly about it, and it, it, this is from uh, Eric Voorhees, who is the um, uh, shapeshift guy. So any relation to CEO, Jason? <laughs> I don't no. think so. No. CEO of shapeshift. He put out this giant tweet thread, um, today about the difference, like the good, the bad, the ugly of Libra. Um, you know, his first tweet here is kind of what you said, right? He said, first zoom out and realize how far the industry has come. The biggest companies in the world are launching cryptocurrencies. So that's kind of your point, right? So it's it's adoption in and of itself, right? Um, and so then he talks about how it's not a cryptocurrency. Well, you know, relative to PayPal or the dollar, it very much is a cryptocurrency. Relative to Bitcoin or Zcash, it's not, right? Right. Um, he... It's not, he basically says he doesn't think it's going to be, you know, great nor horrendous. Um, that he thinks that there's, it needs to be looked at with the kind of nuanced approach because of what it is. So, um, you know, 
He says it'll serve the mass market and be the single largest bridge towards decentralized finance that has ever been built. Prior to this, the largest bridge was Coinbase, which parlay obviously played an integral role in crypto. Um, so, you know, it's built on an actual blockchain, which is uh, a pro. Um, it's not backed solely with usd so this has he says this has profound implications libra can arguably become a medium-term replacement to any single government fiat currency um so he says it's arguably superior to the government u.s dollar which is interesting so um there's pros to it especially even from a, a cryptocurrency mind here right so he says you know libra has a good chance of helping hundreds of millions of people avoid middleman fees increase their wealth and financial sovereignty relative to the status quo breaking banking system um now the bad obviously not a pure cryptocurrency nobody should accept uh, expect privacy by using it um nobody should expect the true borderless standards of most crypto libra will never be available for example in iran due to sanctions uh, the governing consortium explicitly can prevent transactions, so you won't find unstoppable finance. Uh, he says, again, um, traditional crypto is far superior for this. Um, Libra achieves stability by um, backing one government fiat, government debt, and those are you know assets that if you're in crypto, you're probably trying to get away from right. as much as possible. Um, and he said, uh, you know, uh, this is the last one I'll read here, but over the long term, any currency based on fiat, which Libra will still be based on fiat because of that, right, uh, will fail relative to hard assets like Bitcoin and gold. Uh, politicians debase currency as their modus operandi, and thus Libra maintains fiat backing uh which it would lead towards zero long term. So, um, you know, there's some more on here, but I thought he, Eric Voorhees did a really great job of kind of putting out the good and the bad there of what Libra could be. And so that's interesting. But I will go into my next news story here, which is um, through Masari from Coindesk. Uh, Facebook has yet to answer U.S. lawmakers' questions about Libra. So, um, Back in May, uh, when Facebook was going through all of the privacy issues and everything like that, um, leak of this project had come out and um, the government had had some questions for them that they still hadn't answered. So, for example, um, here's a couple of the senators' questions. How would this new cryptocurrency-based payment system work and what outreach has there been to... Uh, financial regulators to ensure that it meets all legal and regulatory requirements and what privacy and consumer protections uh, would users have under the new payment system um, so you know those are questions that we still haven't answered yet um, more more questions that they're having here is what consumer financial information does Facebook have that it received from finance and that it received from a financial company to the extent that Facebook has received such information. What does the company do with it and how does it safeguard? Um, so again, a lot of privacy questions around, around this, right? But you know what? They didn't ask the most important question. <laughs> when that? moon, <laughs> <laughs> like where can I buy this? Uh, do you have cheap hot alts? Um, and, and when are we taking this rocket, this Facebook lever rocket to the moon? Um, That's, Funny. <laughs> are you gonna buy? Are you gonna buy some of this? I don't know. I, I, I'm I definitely feel like buying I'm some of this. I don't know where to buy it though. I, I don't have the uh, the ends. Well, I'm not. Well, a, I'm not a it's not supposed level. to launch. Uh, it's not supposed to launch until like Q1 of 2020, I believe. And right? I can't, I'm assuming they're not ICOing where I can drop an ETH down and uh, pick up a couple of shekels of. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think you're gonna have to use like. Facebook? WhatsApp and and Facebook Oof. to buy it, and then you're going to, like, I don't know. I don't know if it'll be listed on exchanges. I imagine it will be. I have to imagine um, it probably at, at some point. Yeah. And but, that might be so, a new, they, you know, who knows? They might do their own exchange where, with all these companies that are, you know, pitching in, uh, I think Coinbase was one of them, so it wouldn't shock me if, obviously, you'd be able to pick it up on Coinbase. Oh, that's true. I did see that. Um, and then the last thing here was um, about 
Congress kind of asking them to halt uh, development of this until these questions are answered. So this is a tweet from Pete Schroeder. Um, Waters brings down the hammer, calling on Facebook to halt development on its cryptocurrency while Congress and regulators review the matter and for Facebook execs to testify before Congress. So um, then he, he posts here a snippet from, I guess, Congress and says, Facebook has data on billions of people and has repeatedly shown a disregard for the protection and careful use of this data. It also has exposed Americans to malicious and fake accounts from bad actors, including Russian intelligence and transactional trafficker, traffickers. Um, you know, they are still under scrutiny from Federal Trade Commission, all this stuff. And with the announcement that it plans to create a cryptocurrency, Facebook is continuing its unchecked expansion and extending its reach into the lives of its users. Wow, that's a bold statement. <laughs> the cryptocurrency market uh, currently lacks a clear regu regulatory framework to provide strong privacy. So, I mean, the issue is clearly privacy here. Um, especially, that's the concerns from at least uh u.s side of things not it didn't sound necessarily like uh that from the european side it sounded more like what we hear from the traditional argument against crypto you, you know, know who doesn't complain about this canada. Uh, canada canada never complains about this kind of thing we're very for we're on the forefront of all these things um you know it's 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 nice to live here not a lot of complaining going on here in canada you want you want facebook coin yeah we can we, we're good with that that's fine you know, we're going to make some millionaires out of some, uh, you know, virgins living in a basement of their mom's house. Yeah, that's okay. We can we can do that. Um, you know, you want some fruit, you want some legal weed. Yeah, we can do that too. So, um, yeah, go go Canada. It's a nice place to live. We got Canada Day coming up, so I'm, I'm getting pretty pumped for it. Word. Um, what else? Anything else before we move? No, on? I think we've peppered people enough with Libra. Um, I think yeah, I th I'm I'm tired of talking about it. <laughs> I'm tired of seeing it. I feel we needed to get this out in you know get it out, have some conversations about it. Um, we've had three new news articles dedicated to it. I think we've done our work. We can move on. We don't necessarily have to talk about Libra again. I want to hear. I want to hear if um, our listeners have opinions on Libra. So get at us hit us up on twitter let us know what you think about it um because i'd be curious yeah, let, let me know where i can get in on the ico <laughs> <laughs> let chamber know uh, you, if you have any otc libra he'll buy it <laughs> <laughs> absolutely I'll, I'll buy some otc libra um but yeah uh besides that um no it's all good uh obviously uh, we should touch on maybe the uh Beeksy launched on the day of our last show when it uh when our last show came out um have you have you used it much yet yeah it's sexy it, dude it is it's fast it's smooth it's pretty awesome it is like i had uh i had somebody on twitter reach out to me one of our uh one of our twitter friends and uh he lived in an area where he couldn't access the site uh in in new york and he said hey can you pick me some up and it they had just like it was you know middle of the afternoon on the tuesday and I think at the time, I'll tell you exactly what we picked it up for. Um, he sent me, so he, he DM'd me on Twitter, said, um, can I send you some BTC and, and pick up some, some Beeksy? I said, yeah, no problem. I would say within two minutes, I got an email saying that BTC was deposited in, uh, into my Beeksy account. I asked him where he wanted to buy it. He said, market buy. Right, pulling right up my heartstrings. Um, at the time was uh, 598 sats. Uh, we market wow. bought 598. So uh, it's already doubled. I I flipped it back to him. So the whole transaction probably took 15 minutes from the first conversation saying, hey, do you mind picking some up for me? And by the time he got it back, it was probably 15 minutes, which is insane. I don't know if you deposit a lot on Binance, but like I'll send money to Binance and I'll go and do a bunch of other stuff and then come back and try to make my trades. Um, yeah. So I thought that I thought just that alone, I thought was pretty impressive. So yeah, yeah. he looked, he looked like a genius. Uh, I think I texted, I tweet or I DM'd him back. 
I think when it hit like 1,600 sats, I'm like, you know, we 3X'd <laughs> pretty, <laughs> pretty quickly there. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. The no, current was... price is about 1,300 sats, and uh, USD price is 12 cents. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, yeah so you could have purchased good. it yesterday. I think I think it was five. The written. lowest it got was about six cents. I is think. that right? Eh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, so when you... Uh, when they did their like private sale and stuff, it was about four and a half cents to five cents. Yeah, um, I think maybe even some got as low as three and a half cents. Yeah, that was uh, anything over I think a hundred a uh, hundred Ethereum worth was three and a half cents. I didn't so, have that kind of Ethereum to be thrown around. Me either. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, even at my highest point, I've never held a hundred Ethereum. <laughs> Dang. Dang uh, indeed. Yeah, but check it out. They were having um, a small issue, uh, just a um, like a user display issue with some of their balances, but they fixed that, so it should be all good, up and running. Um, I'm actually pretty surprised with how few like hiccups they've had. Like you know that yeah that small one, but they went been... very out of their way to make sure everything was in place before they launched. You know what I mean? So, yep. I mean they pushed back a couple times because of it, but um, I think it was I a smart move. Better safe than sorry, yeah. right? Better safe than Masari. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> 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 All right. I'm going to, I have a game for you here, buddy. Oh man. Uh, I have no idea what this is. So <laughs> uh, let's see how this goes. So oh, by the um, way, before we get there, before we get there for anybody, uh, anybody who listened to last episode uh, that was edited by chamber and we were talking before the show on does Chamber use too many drops? Um, Chamber loves to get drop happy when he edits the show. Uh, Chamber, what do you think? You think you had? Too I many think it or was no? the. I honestly think last episode was my best editing to date. Um, <laughs> you you said you haven't listened to the show yet. No, I haven't. Um, so. I think it's my best editing from start to finish. The intro, I thought the intro drop was great. I think um, I peppered in some some fun stuff along the way. Uh, I didn't do too I didn't do too much. I probably did, uh, but obviously besides the standard, you know, news and and you know intro, uh, you know intro music and whatnot. I think I did two or three additional ones. All uh, right, that's not that's awful. not too much. I think it was a good no. amount, I, and I think it, it it helped. I think it helped carry the show. Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, I don't think that's anything to go overboard with three drops but let us know if chamber gets too drop happy or if you can tell when chamber episodes yeah you'll be able to tell Uh, tell. (laughs) so um i was sent today um so i should start off by saying we 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 watch uh we have a very similar sense of humor we watch a lot of the same shows um equally funny i've always considered myself a pretty funny guy um, it is very rare that I get to meet somebody uh, that I feel is at my level, uh, which I do find with you, Bunch. <laughs> oh, thank uh, you. You're flattering uh, me, really. <laughs> uh, but you're, what I find even more impressive is your ability to retain knowledge. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> um, so I was sent a, uh, a link today, and the link sent me to the ultimate It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia quiz. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> and this is a 20-question 20 uh, question quiz. Um, I oh, was able no. to do it with multiple choice. Okay. You were able to do it with multiple choice. So, so okay. when I did it, and, it was multiple choice. Right? I did not get them all right. Okay. Out of 20 questions, I got 18 correct with the help of multiple choice. Eight incorrect or eight? 18 correct. So I got 90%. Oh, 18 correct. Okay. Yeah, I got 90%. Wow. Okay, that's pretty good. Um, I think you could do even better without Oof. any multiple choice options. Man, I don't know. All right, let's try it. All right, so I'm going to go through these questions. Now, now, if I struggle, will you give me the multiple you choice? You know me. I'm not going to let you hang like that. Of course, I'm going right. to help you out, okay? Um, Man, so this is, this is nerve-wracking. I, think I pride ma- myself on my The majority sunny. of them should be easy. There are okay. some some tricky ones in there. So what you're trying to do is do better than 90% or All 18 right. out of 20. So question number one. What is the name of Frank's Dr. Alter Ego? <laughs> That's obviously Dr. Toboggan, Dr. Mantis Toboggan. That is Ooh, correct. Mantis. Call me Mantis. <laughs> <laughs> That is correct, sir. 
Uh, question number two. Uh, in, season, in season 10's opening episode, which baseball player does the gang attempt to outdrink? Oh, well, that's a classic. That would be Wade Boggs. Correct. Oh! <laughs> two for two. Okay. Great episode. The Can Wade you... Boggs story is real, by the way. Very real story. Yeah. Uh, also, appearance by Wade Boggs within yes. the dead Wade Rest Boggs. Rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace. Uh, I don't know how they did that one. Uh, can you actually take uh, keep track of your correct answers here? Okay, hold on. Yeah, so I'm two so for you got, two. So you got two for two. Okay. Okay, question number three. What is the name... Of the rapper Sweet D dates. Oh, uh, <laughs> we just talked about <laughs> we this. We did just talk this about would this. Be, this would be Lil Kev. Lil Kev is the correct answer. Oh! Uh, question number four: What subject did Sweet D major in at college? Ooh, that's tough. That I... is a tougher one. Dang. I'm going to help um... you out a little bit. It was an argument between D and Dennis. And Dennis minored in it and passed, but I believe D majored in it and failed. Okay, well, my guess, so I, I don't want to get it wrong without the multiple choice. Okay. Can I call in the multiple choice? I'm going to give you two. Uh, no, I'm going to give you, I'm going to feel far. I was gonna say, I'm going to give you two options, but that it makes it easier for you. Uh, so <laughs> the, the, the multiple choice answers are uh, English language and literature. Yep. psychology, biology, and economics. So my my first guess was psychology. I'm going with that. That is the correct answer. Oh! So I was torn between that and the uh, and the English thing, but that was for a different reason. Remember, so, I, I right, forget psychology. the scenario, but they were talking about basically, I think they were talking about Charlie and basically psychoanalyzing him. And Dennis right. was saying that I, I passed a minor and you failed a major. And, right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number five. Uh, which famous director played Pappy McPoyle? This is oh, in the Halloween that, um, episode uh, and in the Bird Lawyer episode. Or the I can't, I can't remember his name. I, uh, I think this it's, director uh, has directed uh, Hellboy. Uh, is it Guillermo del Toro? That is correct. Oh! Yes. Guillermo del Toro as Pappy right. McPoyle. Uh, five for five. Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> Question number six. Which iconic action film series does the gang attempt to remake? I mean, how many times? <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon is the correct answer. Um, oh! Maybe some of my favorite episodes when... When they swap roles halfway yes. through the movie. That's a great one because they also have, I think that's the one with the kid being the juggalo. That's correct. Charlie's that is the, the one with the kid. And they bring all the kids, they bring all yeah. the kids to watch the, the, the viewing of yeah. it. So uh, big, big fan of that episode. Uh, question number seven in the episode, Charlie has cancer. What Oof. does Dennis attempt to borrow from him? Uh, hint, this is also a basketball. Wow, you don't even need hints. Of course, it's a basketball. <laughs> Very good. Uh, that's actually the also the pilot. That's it, the pilot. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's, crazy. that's um, that is uh, you know oh, I was gonna say, I, I I don't want to quote it but there was a different um, I know this is not the right term but the tranny in the pilot is a different <laughs> is a different uh, uh, actress. I didn't even realize that that person was in the pilot. Yeah, the tranny was in the pilot. Um, it's. I forget her name, but she is a very attractive lady. She was in the series uh, Firefly. Oh, I forgot that she was in the pilot. Mm -hmm. uh, pilot's a great episode. Uh, and the fact that they made it for like 50 bucks or whatever it was was, I know. was insane. So, um, <laughs> All right, I'm seven for seven. So we haven't gotten any that you've gotten wrong yet? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, I'll let you know. When, uh, yeah, I'll let you know. Uh, I'll, I'll preface the, the question uh, with I got this one wrong. Okay. Uh, number, question number eight. What was Frank Reynolds' business nickname? business nickname uh the the warthog that is correct oh! <laughs> he's got a lot of nicknames but his business bring in the warthog <laughs> <laughs> he does a noise dude that's just fantastic uh, yeah because he's like eating something <laughs> at the right, time that's right? exactly what he's doing uh number nine which episode features an appearance from glenn howerton's real life wife uh hint Oh, I think I know this. Okay, all right, no hint. But I, Do you want a hint anyways? Ooh, yeah. Okay, hint. 
she played his girlfriend. Yes, I think I, I think this is I think I do know this. I think it's the dentist system. That is correct, sir. The oh! dentist system is the <laughs> She was I, the one that I was being dentist. I believe that was her. So she was the one that was being dentist. She was yeah, the one she's be... a very attractive lady. You're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's uh, also the mantis toboggan. That is also a virus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm. Question number 10. What... Speed pitch. <laughs> <laughs> what is the name? Oh, well, I know you're going to get this one. What is the name of the Italian restaurant the gang frequents? <laughs> Guginos. Guginos is the correct answer. This is one, until we started chatting, you have referenced Guginos a few times. And I never knew what the name of the restaurant was until we started talking. And now I'm here, a full-paying customer, sitting here next to the kitchen with the rest of this coupon-waving trash. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, God, that's... it's Hashtag coupon-waving trash. (laughs) I'm writing that one down. Hashtag. Um... Yeah, I don't rewatch these episodes enough. I used to. Uh, I don't know about you, but when when a new season came out, I would watch the entire season and then literally rewatch it again. I haven't done that in a little while, um, so I think I feel like I have to. Um, what it is for me is I fall asleep with the television on, mm-hmm. and so I like things that I can just leave on that I've seen a million times yeah. that like I can fall asleep to. Otherwise, I start paying attention to it. So, also, like Always Sunny now. When it was on Netflix, it was every night. But now that it's on Hulu, it's a little. I am more like. See, we don't get Hulu here in Canada, and none of the streaming services that I use have it on. So I kind of. Yeah. Like I wish there was another streaming service where it's always sunny, and Saturday Night Live and The Simpsons just played. Like those, if I could just have a streaming service of that, you need Canadian. I would pay many dollars for that. You need Canadian Um, Hulu. That's it. I guess so, or just a VPN. Um, okay, question number 11. What species of animal does Dennis's ex-wife, Maureen Ponderosa, want to become? Uh, that would be a cat. That would be correct. Oh! Uh, num- <laughs> number and two. She, she does become a she cat. She does become a cat. Uh, <laughs> number 12. What is the name of the horse Charlie stole in The Gang Gets oh, Whacked Part 2? <laughs> Uh, I I know this. Hold on, don't give me any no hints. no hands coming. I'm pretty sure it's Peter Nincompoop. I'm pretty sure you're correct. Oh! <laughs> Peter Nincompoop is the correct answer. Yes. Uh, all right, we are killing it. Okay, are you ready? This is one you got wrong. This is one I got wrong. Question okay. thirteen. Which ride do D and Mac get stuck in? During the gang goes to the water park. Do you want? Do you want the multiple? It's actually the name of of the ride. Wow, that's tough. I agree. That's why I got it. (laughs) Wow. Okay, I'm going to need the multiple choice here. The multiple choice. The multiple choices are the Kitty Twister, the Swirler, Thundergun Express, and the Crush and Gusher. Okay. It is not Thunder Gun Express. Correct. Because that's the one. One of the best scenes. Yeah, right. (laughs) So it could be the Kitty Twister because the whole thing is that they are too big to ride it. They say, screw you. They go down anyway, and then they get stuck. And so that would make sense. Uh, What were the other two? The Swirler and the Crush and Gusher. The Crush and Gusher. Wow. Uh, I mean, all three of them could be. I think my logic is going to lean me towards Kitty Twister, but I don't think that's right. Um, It seems too obvious. Ah, Shit, I'm going to go with that. You're correct. (laughs) I went with the Crush and Gusher. That was Uh, the other one I was going to go with. (laughs) All right. Wow. Okay. That was difficult. That's good. And again, you've been doing this sans multiple choice for the most part. So uh, you're you're, uh, hedging a little bit better than I am. Uh, Question number 14 also got this one wrong. So back to back questions were the only two questions I got wrong. All right. Did you know you got them wrong immediately? No, I had to wait till the oh, end. Oh, I was gonna say it must have like if you did, you would it would have like shaken your. Heart I would have been absolutely <laughs> shook if I had two in a row wrong. Um, question number fourteen: 
what is the name of Dennis's son? Oof. Man, okay. So this is from the uh, season finale. Season, yeah. Of see whatever the 12. second last season, whatever yeah, it was. 12, yeah, 12, I think. Um man, what is his name? Do you want name? the multiple choices? Y- yeah. I just answered this one too fast. I think was my okay. problem. Uh okay. so the the options are Ryan Jr., Frank Jr., Brian Jr., or Dennis Jr. Uh, okay, I see where you see I what see I did. That's right. Yes. <laughs> so I would that I totally see what you did. You answered Dennis Jr. I did answer Dennis Jr., which is incorrect, it is incorrect because the entire reason he has a son actually stems from the Wade Boggs episode where That's he gets cr- off in <laughs> Minnesota or North Dakota or wherever the hell they are. He uses a fake name, Brian Lefebvre. And he names his son. From Canada. From yeah, Canada. from Canada. Canadian, Brian Lefebvre. <laughs> and then he names his son Brian, Ju- or she names him Brian Jr. She does name him Brian Jr. Oh! All right. So far, so good. Have you, you, you have not gotten any wrong. I've not. You are and I've only used multiple choice for like, like two of them. Two, two I think the three. Three. Yeah. All right. Question number three. Three, the psychology one, the slide, and this one. Yeah. All right. Question number 15. Which high school did the male members of the gang attend? Oh. Do you want the multiple choice? Hold on. Yeah, I'm going to need it. I, I'm probably going to get it's it It's right also away. difficult. Okay. I got it right, but it's, it's not easy. So um, the multiple choices are St. John's Preparatory School, St. Edmund's Preparatory School, St. Mark's Preparatory School, or St. Joseph's Preparatory School. Man, <laughs> I know I didn't make it easy. That's difficult. I'm going to say there's two of them that are sticking out to me. Both could be wrong. Uh, Marks and Josephs are sticking out to me, and I think I'm going with Josephs. Oh, yes, <laughs> very good. Holy smokes, he's on fire, people. Um, question number sixteen. Which actor played Mac's cousin, Country Mac? Uh, what's his name? Stifler. Um, that I, will, I will accept Stifler. Uh, okay. Sean William Scott is the name of the gentleman in question. Yes. Uh, another great up. That's, again, just a Country t- Mac, baby. <laughs> so we talk, about, we talk about Seinfeld obviously being one of the best shows of all time where there's not a bad episode. Um, I think Seinfeld was on the air for eight seasons. Um, I would argue it's always sunny does not have a bad episode and it's been on for at least 13 seasons the only one i hate that i skip a lot is uh frank's brother i like it it's this i'll tell you why i like it because i do it too is when they make the sandwich in their mouth it's like they put the meat in they put a pickle in and some cheese and then take a piece of uh, bite a piece of bread uh i do that occasionally uh you just make I actually like, I like, um, you know what? I reference that, that episode a lot because I do uh, reference, what was the name of the bar? Um, Shea Dynasties. Yeah. Uh, Shady, Shady Nasties. Shady Nasties <laughs> is, again, yeah, uh, yeah it's, it, that's, that's uh, I don't mind that one. It's not my top, it's not on the top of my list, but it's definitely watchable for me. Okay, we, uh, we alluded to this question earlier. Okay. Question number 17, which state is Dennis moving to at the end of season 12? Oh, uh, I mentioned two states, so, <laughs> um, shit. G- do you want the, the multiple, you want the multiple okay. Yeah, because... South Dakota. Oh, God damn, of course. North Dakota. Yeah. Wyoming or Iowa. All flyover okay. states that Dennis right. detests. Okay, so then it was, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going with North Dakota. North Dakota. Oh! All right, number 18. Um, what is the nickname of the gang's other original member played by Saturday Night Live alum Jason Sudeikis? Don't get Schmitty. Don't get Schmitty. Schmitty's <laughs> 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 just going to come in at the end and swipe up the drunkest girl. <laughs> Schmitty is the correct answer. Uh, again, classic, uh, secondary, it's always sunny character. Schmitty. Great one. Yes. Um, <laughs> this one I thought was this next question I thought was a little. Is this too, the last one? Oh, uh, we got two more. Okay. Um, this thought I thought was a little too easy. 
Uh, which ice hockey team, and again, we can just call it hockey people. This is definitely an American <laughs> question. It's hockey. Um, which hockey team does Mac win a competition to play for in Mac's big break? That is way too easy. Yeah, right. Okay, you I want the multiple, you want to see what the multiple choices are? Philadelphia no, Firebirds, <laughs> Philadelphia oh, Phantoms, Philadelphia oh, Quakers, or Philadelphia Flyers? It's the Flyers. It so the basically, fl- they were just asking, do you know a hockey team? Yeah, do you know a hockey team in Philadelphia? Yeah, is, is basically right. what they're asking. Uh, last question for the perfect score. This one could get you. Oh. This one could get you. All right, for the perfect score. Shit. Barely <laughs> unassisted. Number 20, which prestigious law school did, quote, the lawyer attend? I went to Harvard. He did go to Harvard. (laughs) Ding, 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 ding. (laughs) That is absolutely correct. My assumption was correct. You are uh, the most knowledgeable person when it comes to It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. We are both huge fans, but uh, at the end of the day, you are the encyclopedia of the game. Bunch Tanica. Absolutely. Um, uh, that that's fun. pretty good. That's pretty good. I, I was nobody's gonna listen to that, but <laughs> maybe three people. The three people are gonna love it. Uh, so uh, that was good. Twenty for twenty. Uh, who'd have thought? I I wow. thought actually. I knew you would do it. So uh, that does it for our. It's always sunny. Ultimate quiz. Congratulations. That's also going to do it for our podcast today. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, like we said, we haven't gotten any new reviews. We are adding that to the Recti Awards. So if you've made it this far through all of our Always Sunny banter, give us a review. Write something funny. We will read it on air, and we will vote on the funniest ones. And uh, that person's going to get some Rekt merch and... Um, yeah, wrecked merch. And and right? kudos. <laughs> Definitely yeah, wrecked merch. Plenty of kudos. Yeah, and of and possibly a trophy. <laughs> possibly a trophy. We are definitely looking into getting trophies. But anyway, uh follow us on Twitter at wrecked underscore podcast. Um on telegram at t dot m e slash wrecked underscore podcast. And where else are we, Chamber? Anywhere else? Oh, we're everywhere, really. Um, we're we're multi or omnipresent. Faceted. We're omnipresent. omnipresent. <laughs> we're omnipresent. That's the word I was looking for. Multifaceted and omnipresent. Uh, so if if you're alone in the bathroom, we're there with you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he ain't lying. Uh, <laughs> no, that's, that's all for me. Chamber does all of his best tweeting from the can. It is a fact. I am in my in my Zen mind at that point. Uh, anyway and until next time don't get wrecked and that is financial advice